today on The Breakdown. It's the 2016 World Series of Poker main event, and there are three players left, including Johnny Bax, eventual winner, Kui Win, and of course, Veobot 2.0. Man, oh man, this is one of the cooler flops of all time in the series, I think we could probably argue. We're going to break it down right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. You said something interesting there, that it's one of the cooler flops of all time, and by that you mean the most coolerific. That is what I meant. I didn't mean like, wow, it's so neat. I meant, yeah, like coolerific. Right, which you would think, why would they be doing a breakdown about that? Right. Because that's just standard procedure then, and things go, the chips go in, and everybody, one person gets sad and one person gets happy. But that's not exactly the case, even though it was quite a cooler. We think there are some decision points that can be evaluated, which is rare. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see ultimately if these are legitimate evaluations or not. But a lot of people had requested this when it happened. I know we got another request very recently, something we've been talking about. You and I sort of have argued about this hand for over a year at this point, I would say, or almost a year. I don't know if we've exactly argued, but we've batted around ideas about it. Okay, fair enough. Um, I thought you were wrong. Maybe you didn't think (laughs) I was wrong. Uh, (laughs) But uh, yeah, I'm actually really excited to get into it because... I know we disagree on some points about this hand, and I don't know ultimately if it will make a difference or not. And I'm not sure we actually disagree or not. I just think it's worth thinking about at the very least. Fair enough. Um, enough. The the recent suggester was Clint Brown. Sorry to everybody else. Yeah, it was too long ago. Yeah. Sorry. It happens. Podcast only. That especially happens on the podcast only. This is podcast only, so we don't feel... Any loyalty to anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Except Clint. Yeah, Clint is the best. Clint did the thing, and we love him. That's correct. So Brian with a Y, sorry, buddy. you suck. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, Brian. We need you. You might be the optimal suggester. (laughs) (laughs) You are the optimal suggester, in fact. Yeah, congratulations. Anyway, Clint did a good job on this one. Yeah. But let's be honest, it was pretty easy. I mean, come on. Come on, Clint. Fish in a barrel, Clint. (laughs) Put your back into it a little bit, Clint. (laughs) Uh, podcast only feels good. Yeah, it feels great. All right, so let's get to the hand. Let's do it because we are three-handed. Okay, let's be clear what that means. Everyone's already locked up three point four million dollars. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Second place is four point six million dollars, which does feel like you know a sizable jump. Yeah, it's different but comparatively to the next jump, which is second to first, which is eight million dollars. It's not a huge jump at all based on what they've already won and where they're what they're trying to win. It's actually. A, a re- percentage-wise, a relatively small jump. Right, which should and probably does factor a little bit into decisions that are made. It's possible that it does, anyway. It's yeah. possible that it does. I mean, like you were saying when we were watching the video, it might have been different if they were three-handed at in the 2006 main event when it was $2 million for third, $6 million for second, and $12 million for first. I'm not sure I think it ultimately would have been different, but I think it's it forces uh, Cliff Josephy to kick things around at least longer than yeah. he ultimately does. I think it has to. I mean, who can ever forget going back to 2006 when, uh, let's see, it was limp, limp, and uh, who can ever forget? Huh? <laughs> I'm going to make this happen. You'll see. What was the guy in the the Paul guy who finished third? No, no, the third third place guy, uh, Michael Binger. Oh, Michael Binger. Uh, he raised from the big blind with Ace Ten. Jamie Gold called and and Waska called also. The flop was ten high. Jamie Gold flopped an open ended straight draw. Waska flopped an open ended straight flush draw, and. It went check, 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 binger bet. Gold moved in, and Waska thought for minutes about what to do with the straight flush draw. He had like yeah. nine high or eight high and just kept saying, this is so sick, and ultimately found a fold, and I got to believe the money jump was a big part of that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure it was. Okay. Anyway, let's talk about more recent history. Yes. Ten years. Take, take your time travel machine from that 2006 part, point. Wow. Point in time. Yeah. Yeah. Take it ten years to the future. You're at the final table. You're with Gordon Vale. Quee Win, that guy's a character. He's oh, a man. cut up, that guy. Him and Jamie Gold are probably two of the more interesting guys to finish first. Actually, probably the two most interesting guys to finish first in the last 10 years. I know Jerry Yang came to the World Series the next year wearing an yeah. entirely white suit. That's kind of a good point. Jerry yeah. Yang is up there, too. Amateurs, though. Yeah. yeah. Right. Anyway. Anyway, so this hand, everybody's super deep, and stacks are pretty close together. I mean, Quee Win is the chip leader. But he has 141 million, and the short stack is Veo with 93 million, and the blinds are at 600k and 1.2 million. So everybody's deep. I mean, when you say deep, they're not actually deep, right? They're just deep for this stage of a, of a tournament, right? I mean, I mean, Kui Win has well over 100 big blinds. No, he doesn't. He has 141 million. It's 600k, 1.2 million. 
Oh, 1.2. Yeah. He has over 100 big blinds yeah. for sure. You're totally right about that. How many? How much does Veo have again? 80? 93 million. He 93? has all, He's like approaching 100 big blinds. He's got like 75. And he's a short he's, stack. He's got 75 blinds. Okay, that's pretty deep. Yeah. All right, you know what? I'm just going to re- rescind everything I just said, concede the point, move on. Okay, let's do that. Great. All right, so this hand opens with Clint, Johnny Bax, Josephy. Yeah. Why is he named Johnny Bax, Jonathan? Um, because that was his online name, and that's yeah. all I got. And uh, do you think he chose Bax because he backed a lot of people? No, I think in the beginning, that's, he no. was not backing everyone. Okay. Just, just a working know. theory I have over here in the laboratory. What does Johnny do? Johnny Bax. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Anyway, Clint Josephy, $102 million, so he's got nearly 100 big blinds. Yes, he does. Yeah. Really close. <laughs> he, has, he has two deuces, uh, deuce of diamonds, deuce of clubs on the button, opens to 2.5 million. Seems normal to me. Seems super normal. Gordon Vale is in the small blind with two threes. He's got three of spades, three of diamonds. In a three-handed game, you can advocate for a three-bet here, especially when we're deep. It's totally reasonable to three-bet if you're Veo. Uh, there is a mitigating factor for the three-bet, which is Kui wins in the big blind. Yeah, and you kind of want him in there. Well, one, you want him in there. Two, he might just lose his mind and force you out of the pot if you three-bet. That's like, true. So there's that. Also, if Kui Win is in the hand, he could go nuts with one pair if you flop a set. Like He's yeah. a lot more likely to go nuts with one pair than Johnny Bax is. I think you really want to do your best to keep Kui in this pot. Yeah. And he's almost certainly going to call if we call here, right? I mean, he's just going to have to call with a huge amount of hands. Oh, yeah, which would be correct. Yeah, and by the way, he can have... If we flop a set, Kui can go nuts with one pair. He can also go nuts with no pair. Yeah. So he can just go nuts, and we're going to be able to call him down comfortably and easily and, or get it in with him or whatever we want to do. I think it's really smart to not three-bet because of Kui Win. If Kui Win wasn't in the hand, you can make a reasonable case for calling or re-raising. I yeah. That's fine. I agree with your points. I think calling is probably correct because it is specifically Kui in yep. the big blind. Yep. So Veo does decide to flat. I don't know if he had those factors in mind or if he's just being Veobot and never taking an aggressive action unless he has the super nuts. I mean, probably that. Yeah, that's, just, whatever. How, that's just how he does it. Um, so with his 93 million, he calls with two threes. Kui is in the big blind with 141 million. He's a chip leader. He's got ace-jack offsuit. That's a pretty good spot. Actually, it's a pretty good spot. Yeah, I mean, you can comfortably three bet. You can fold to most four bets, I suppose, or you can decide not to. I mean, you're going to fold. Yeah, you should be folding probably. It's the, the minimum effective stack three ways is what, 75 blinds? Yeah. Like, you're not going to go crazy with ace-jack. I mean, Joseph Chong did it with ace-seven. Right, that's true. That's true. I guess we could, I guess we could five bet all in if we want to with this hand. That would be the other move. It's yeah. either, but like, it seems crazy to do that against these two guys, especially. It does. It's kind of weird to three bet fold ace jack three ways as the chip leader, though. But when you're this deep, don't yeah, you, you have can, to? You can fold. You can I mean, fold. this is a reason to just call with it, though, too, right? So yeah. you don't put yourself in this spot. You've got a surprisingly strong hand in a spot where no one's going to put you. Like people are going to struggle to put you on a hand that strong of an ace flops, right? They might put you on an ace, but not an ace with a strong kicker. Like someone could. Really bet, like, because Josephy could have ace 10 and bet three streets potentially yeah. against you of all people. Like, and you could just go call, call, call if you wanted to, or raise, or do whatever the heck you want because you're a crazy Kui win. Because you're crazy Kui win, and I don't know if you're aware of this if you're crazy Kui win, I, I think three betting is best because it's so unlikely that you're going to get four bet light here by yeah. these two guys. They're both trying to get heads up with you, they're just trying to get the other guy out and get heads up with Kui, right? So they're not going to do a huge high variance move against Kui. I mean, they're, these are not two high-variance guys anyway. Yeah. So I think, I think this is a great—I agree with you. This is a great group to be three-betting just in general, especially when you can implement the squeeze and you happen to have an actually pretty good hand. That's yeah. all very neat. If you get four-bet, you can fold pretty comfortably as long as it's not giving you the greatest price in the world to, uh, to call. Right? Yeah. That seems reasonable to me. Right. So Kui does decide to raise. He raises to seven point seven million. Can't can't be upset with that. That's can't fine. be upset with that raise. The sizing is fine too. Yeah. You could go a little bigger because there's a bet and a call, but and he's out of position against the original razor, but it's fine. It's really fine. I mean, if I was guessing as Kui win, I would think most of the time Josephy folds and uh, Veo calls without knowing anything, right? Cause right. Because Josephy can have a super wide range. Veo's called. Veo has a hand that wants to see a flop yeah. and can afford to. So right. And. Uh, with these two tiny pocket bears, deuces and threes, these two guys kind of have no choice but to both just call this, right? Mm. Because of how deep we are, and we just need to flop us out against the crazy guy. It's absurd to turn a hand like this into a bluff in this spot where you're deep enough that you're going to get paid off often by Win anyway. It seems like an amazing spot to flat. And you don't want to do a super high variance thing. By now, we already know that Win did that thing where he like backshipped 80 blinds with ace four or something. I think it was two fours. Four, Two, four. Oh, it was 4-4. Four, four. It was yeah, against Ace-Queen. Bax is Ace-Queen. Yeah, he had 80 blinds, and he was 4-bit moved in. So stupid. Yeah. 
but it worked out. But, but it was. But dumb. we know that by now, as these guys, and we don't want to be in that spot with these hands. Right. Yeah. So they both call, and that makes sense. Yeah. And the pot's already massive. It's twenty three point seven million. Right. And Vey only has eighty five million as the effective stack. I mean, it's our like if if anyone flops anything, like here we go. I guess you know? so. Hey, before we get to the flop, I want to talk to you about a place where flops happen all the time. And you know what? So do turns and rivers. Huh. Where could that be? Nitrogen Sports Poker Room. Ooh. The land of the free and the home of the brave, as I like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's what I call it, but just in my head. Yeah. I we don't say it out loud. Uh, Nitrogen Sports Poker Room is a Bitcoin-only poker site, which affords you a couple things that we really like, such mm. as super fast deposits. That's like great. Instant deposits. Pretty much. Super fast withdrawals. Not quite instant, but like 10 minutes. Yeah. Just like, had a withdrawal from there today, and it took, what, five minutes? Maybe less? Yeah. It was super fast. Yeah, that's how fast you get your cash. There's no processing time. None of that stuff. You win a tournament, you get the money. Yeah, the only thing that's the only thing you're waiting on is just the normal amount of time it takes to send Bitcoin. Right. That's it. Yeah. So sometimes that's two minutes, sometimes that's 20 minutes, but it's never a day or three weeks or months like those other sites. It's unprecedented in the industry. Even other sites that use Bitcoin have processing time, and it it's takes true. 24 hours or more. That's right. Often yeah. many more days. Like we just got uh, a Bitcoin payment from another site, or I did, uh, recently, and it took, I think, three or four days, and that's normal. Yeah, that's, that's just how it is. Except still pretty good, but come on. Except on Nitrogen Sports Poker Room, it's not like that. No, you don't deal with any of that BS. No way. You're, it's out because you know why? Why? Land of the free home of the brave. Land of the free home of the brave. Nitrogen I mean, has tournaments. They have cash games. We play on there. We play sit and goes on there. We have been off the old Twitch recently yeah. because of the World Series of Poker being there, whatnot. But we will be back on there soon on Tuesdays and Thursdays trying to get sit and goes going. You have to use the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up to play those sit and goes. Also, Poker Guys free rolls yep. every Sunday. Every Sunday, there's free rolls. Just got to use the link in the description to sign up. It's no bigs. You got to get in on it. And once you sign up, or once you click the link, all you got to do is enter, what do you want as a username? Probably something pretty fun. What do you want as a password? I don't know. You probably have a bunch that you, you mix them up every time you I, go to Yahoo Mail. I would, I would recommend as a username, I love the Poker Guys. And for your password, 1234Password5678. Password. That's a good password. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you can do that, that or you can do anything you want because it's the land of the free and the home of the brave on right. Nitrogen Sports Poker Room. Fantastic. Yeah. Let's move on. That's, that was a, we killed that. No, that was really. <laughs> uh, might have been a bit of a longer ad than normal, but it was worth it. it was, <laughs> <laughs> you can deal with it. We get creative with the ads. All right. So we have Quee Win in the big blind, having three bet to 7.7 .7 million with Ace Jack offsuit. Everybody calls. We got Veo with, with threes and uh, Josephie with deuces. Josephie on the button. Josephie on the button. Yeah, so the pot, 23.7 million, three ways, main event. This is the action we're talking about. Here comes that cooler. The flop is king of diamonds. So, so far, nothing weird. I mean, no big deal. Deuce of spades. Whoa. Oh, Josephie's so happy. He did it. Three clubs. Wait. Oh, Veobot. Veobot is going to cash, baby. Veobot has achieved optimization. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Veobot 2.0 inside is... Feeling nothing. No. <laughs> he has no emotions. <laughs> There's like algorithms going around in, inside there. All right. So on this flop of Deuce Three King, very dry, rainbow board, in a set over set spot, yeah. Veo decides to check out of the small blind. I think that makes sense due to the dryness of the board, although in a three-way pot, you can lead a set from the small blind, I think. I think you could decide to. There's two reasons not to. Uh, one is the king high nature of the board and the dryness of the board is a spot where you might see Queewin bet a lot. Or, or the, I shouldn't say Queewin. You're going to see someone bet a lot of the time anyway. Yeah. And number two, Queewin just three bet. That right. guy's firing so much of the time, he, especially on a board He really like doesn't this. have to have any of this. And he doesn't. He has ace-jack, and he's very likely to fire this dry board. I mean, how can he not fire at this? Yeah. I would I'm, fire at this if I was Of course he would fire if at I was this. Anybody. I mean, the this other two, a, the other two guys whiffed so often. I mean, we can have ace-king. They can't, right? Like We can have a set of kings. They can't. Right. We can have the nuts. We can have top-top. They can't have either one of those. Like, of course we're firing. Yeah. Like, what are they supposed to do if they don't have... Uh, what hands can they have to even call with? Four or five of diamonds, maybe. Like, there's just not much there. I mean, they can have king, queen, king, jack, king, Of ten. course. Of course. Yeah. They can have some other kings. But it's, I'm saying there just isn't a lot. Right. Right. Of course, they can have the kings. Right. <laughs> yeah. But beyond that, it's hard. It's like, if you have two sevens, not easy just a flat, you know? No. I no, I agree. Anyway, so Kui decides to, to continue here, and it seems like the right decision. Yeah. I think Kui plays this hand pretty well, you know? So far. Um, so after Veo's check, Kui bets 9.9 .9 into 23.7. Oh, uh, okay. well, first big mistake. 
should have bet 9.8. I think you can bet less, actually. I think you can bet less because of the dryness of the board. This board is so dry. He could bet... 7.5. I mean, he could bet less than his 3, but even though the pot is huge relative to the size of the pot, what are they supposed to do about it if they don't have a king? They're just going to fold, especially these two guys. They're not going to make a play at him. There's right. no way they're going to make a play at him, right? So here comes the first interesting decision. Yes. Clint Josephy's decision here. He's not folding, obviously. He's got bottom no. set. What do you do? This is a... I mean, the board is super dry, but... Kui might pop off with anything here if we take an aggressive action against him. He might, but he also may run scurrying for the hills. Yeah. Uh, Veo may have a little plan. We, we might, like, the problem with raising here is, one, we can scare away Veo's hands that he's going to be forced to call with. Like, Veo would fold King-10 if we raised. But if we call, he's going to yeah. be forced to call with a King, and he's going to be forced to usually give us more chips later in the yeah. hand, too. So that's a reason I think that's the number one reason to flat. The other thing is, while we might get Kui-Win to go completely crazy... It's probably more likely if we just call and let him keep going crazy. We now we I don't know how much we've seen of Queen at this point. We've seen him play the entire final table. If you're Josephy, you've seen some other stuff too. I guess you've been able to watch all the ESPN coverage. Um, we know now, having seen the entire final table, that Queen is absolutely capable of just going fire, 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 right? You know, all three streets, whether he has it or not. And in this spot, if Josephy calls. And Veo folds, it's possible Queen Win may just think, I can get this guy off King Queen. Like, what's he going to do? And, and, to, it, and it's a reasonable thing to think, honestly. And to be clear, the only reason all these points hold up is because of the dryness of the board. Right. If it were a more wet board, there'd be a lot more reasons to race. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. You can rep more things, you're afraid of more things, all the stuff. Right. But Josephy decides to flat. And I think because of all the things you said, mainly because Veo now is forced to call with his one pair kings, whereas he would fold to a raise. And Queen, if Veo folds, is going to continue firing. A lot of the time. Those are the two best reasons to call. The, the other really good reason is Josephy's in position. So yeah. it isn't like... Like, Veo's going to have a really interesting decision when we get to that. Yeah. But Josephy can make sure a bet goes in on the turn where Veo is going to be on the small blind and be out of position to everyone and will be sort of at their mercy if he decides to not raise himself here. Yeah. So it's very different. I think being in position makes it much easier to decide to call here, too. Right. So another reason to not raise as Josephy and also effectively Veo when we get to him is what is our raising range on this board? Yeah. Do we have one? I maybe mean, maybe Josephy specifically because Veo's behind can raise King Queen against Kui. Maybe. I mean, well, he would never do that. No, would I don't he? think this he spot, would. Like, he, Veo can have anything still. Why would we raise King Queen? I mean, what does that get us? Kui right. is never going to fold Ace King to us because Kui's not good at poker. No, the point He's would be to isolate. never fold a better hand. The point would be to isolate Kui. But on this board, like yeah. the isolation takes care of itself. Right. You're right, which is why that point is moot, yeah. and uh, there's really no reason to race. We shouldn't be raising. If we're not going to raise top pair, which we shouldn't be in this spot, we shouldn't be raising better than top pair. We have a very strong hand that is kind of bulletproof right now. I mean, what cards are we afraid of coming? Basically nothing, right? I mean... I guess Veil... When we get to Veil, maybe he has a bit more of an argument for raising. He does. For a couple reasons. I think he does. Number one reason that you pointed out already is position. He's not going to... It's going to be weird if he just donks the turn. Yep. Right? So he gets to take the aggressive action now and start building that as his role in the hand, mm -hmm. which is nice. Um, number two, I forgot. I forgot what the okay, other well reason... That, to me, that's the really big thing anyway, is like if you're Veo, the, it's going to get checked through on the turn so often. So, so often if we check. Like three ways. Like is Queen going to fire into two players again? I nah, think it's not as likely. Not. Now, Josephy has to decide to bet the turn. Now, he might, but it's, he's gonna if Josephy doesn't have a really good king, he's just going to check it through, right? Josephy yeah. is king 10. Is he going to bet if it checks to him? I'm not sure. It's hard to know. I think it's probably better to check if you're him anyway. Yeah. Like what are we supposed to get value out of? Just see the river and see what happens. Yeah, like yeah. once in a while an ace comes and you're like, man, man, I hate my life. But mostly we're going to either be able to call or put a bet in on the river as Josephy with king 10. Like it's a good spot. I think it's better to check it. All right. Okay. So I think another reason that Veo could raise more profitably than Johnny backs here is that Veo can actually rep a few more bluff type hands on this board because Kui can have a lot of things, right? Mm. Kui can just be continuing. Yeah. And Johnny Bax doesn't necessarily have to have a king or better to call Kui, right? So we could we could effectively bluff with 4-5 here or something like that. We could bluff with 4-5, but what other bluffs do we have? It would have to be a random bluff, which Veo doesn't have in him. We know that. but He really doesn't. Also, once Bax calls, I just think, why would he want to mess right. around? No, like I think it's, I think it's, un it's just he has more bluffs than Josephy does. Okay. I, I would say that. I agree. I agree. But I don't know that anyone has a lot of bluffs. No, I agree. 
And uh, I think for Veo, it really just comes down to do, when do we like we, we're concerned about revealing the strength of our hand and everyone folding, but we're also concerned about it checking through on the turn and getting essentially no more value. Scary cards can come, so on and so forth. So, like it's a tough spot to try and decide what to do here. It is. I think raising might be wrong though, just because of the dryness of the board. Like, what is Josephie gonna do yeah. if we're Veo and we make it thirty million here and he has King Queen? He's gonna fold. Yeah. So He's that's just that's, gonna have to fold. And Queen very rarely has any piece of this board. Right. When when Kui does, like, cool. Yeah. But, like, he's going to fire again anyway if he has a piece of yeah. sword. Kui is not the guy who's going to go into pot control mode on the turn, I don't think, if he's got, you know, ace-king or something like that, which he shouldn't probably anyway, considering the dryness of the board, honestly. And if our opponents know anything about us and know that we're Gordon Veo, they know we're not going to raise 4-5 here. Right. So when we raise, we just have it, right? I think we're... I think it makes a lot more sense to call 4-5 than to raise 4-5 anyway. I agree. Because Queen, if we get there, Queen may just fire away constantly and we could get it all. Rather than This is a nice pot, but we could get it all. Right. We, could, we could become like the big favorite to win this tournament if we improve. Yeah. Like, that's a big deal. It is. It is. So, okay. I think calling is better because of all these things. I agree. Although yeah. it's tough. It's it is tough. It's just one tough. of those things where you're just going to like, oh, it's going to check through on the turn. Then I'm going to bet the river and everyone's going to fold. It's going to suck. Maybe Cliff will be able to call me with a king, though, on the river. And that's, like, good because if I raise, he's going to fold the king. So that's a reason to do it, too. Yeah. Okay. Fair right. enough. Also, you know, like, Kui can still have the nuts here. Like, the other thing that these two guys, like, we're talking about their reasons for not raising. I think if you're them, you kind of have to assume if Kui has kings, f- trip kings, we're probably just going to go broke to him, right? Like, yeah, it's going to be course. hard not to go broke. But Unless the board runs out amazing for us that we can fold. There's sometimes, though, yeah, we yeah. might actually still be alive in the tournament because of the way the board runs out or something. Or Queen decides to, well, I don't know if he could really ever slow play it in such a way that we wouldn't get all in on the river. But, um, yeah, so, like, it, you can at least protect yourself slightly. Very, very rarely. But once in a while, you don't go broke because the board runs out weird. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. You I don't. Know, if I, don't beat. I don't think that's the main reason for Veo not to raise though. It's just because it's agree. super hard to get action from anything. It's just a. It's a tiny factor. At yeah. Best. Yeah. Right. So he calls too. So yeah. I think both guys kind of made the right decision here, calling. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think it's it's interesting, but I think it makes sense. Yeah. We're three handed. Like, if Kui's got a king, he's just going to bet again. It's fine. Yeah. Or he's going to call. He's going to put more chips in, and it's going to be great. We're going to have a great chance to double through Kui, anyway. We're going to love it. Yeah. All right, so let's go to the turn, shall okay. we? Because now we've all put in a lot of chips, haven't we? I mean, Queen is the only guy who does not have a monster. Right. And now the pot is 53.4 million. Veo's the effective stack with 75 million. Wow. So Veo's, Veo in his mind is like, well, I'm obviously committed to this pot. I love life. And by the way, Cliff Joseph, who only has like 10 million more, also in his mind, yeah. right now, is like, I'm obviously committed to this right. pot. Like, Queen, go ahead and bet. If somehow you have Trip King, so be it. I'm never folding you, Queen. That's what they're both thinking, right? Right. They assume the other guy isn't that strong. Even yeah. the other guy has a king, and yeah. that guy will eventually find a fault. Right. So let's let's get to that turn then. Okay. It's the four of diamonds. So now it's a deuce three four king two diamond board. Is the is it the king of diamonds? Yes. Okay. So there's no king x of diamonds. That's what hands. I was wondering. Yeah. yeah. That that's important. It is important. So Veo decides to check. He kind of has to. I mean, it would be weird. He doesn't have to. He could lead here. He could. But. I mean, Kui's just going to fire, and why do we want to scare everyone away? And Cliff is often going to bet a king if it checks to him anyway. If it's a good king and if it's a weaker king, we'll get value on the river. I guess we mostly have to check. Right, because I don't think we can get two streets from a king from Josephy either way. I agree. We can maybe get two streets from a king from Kui if we bet and he calls, and then we bet the river. But yes. we might get those anyway if we check. I mean, the thing is this. If Kui bets, Josephy folds, we can decide are we moving in or are we going to call and probably have to lead the river. Yeah. Because we can't let Kui check it back. That's right. going to be a tough spot, actually, because we want to give him room to bluff, but we'd hate for him to check back a king that he's always calling with. This is one of those spots where position feels so important. Oh, my God. It's so important. Yeah, it really is. But what can you do? You were dealt, you dealt two threes in the small blind. You, yeah. can't, you can't pay money to move to the button, you know? Right. So you're just stuck here, and you're like, eh, it's going to be hard to get value. But at least the pot's already really big. You it's know? already really worth winning for yeah. sure. That's a great So that's point. nice. So yeah. Veo checks. Kui decides to pump the brakes. He got called in two spots. Seems yeah. like the right time. He did pick up a gut shot to the wheel, but... I mean, that's a reason to check, I think, if anything. Yeah, like, I mean, hopefully it checks through and you can improve in some way. Like, well, you're rooting for an ace or a five, and, yeah. you know, you don't know if either one's good, actually, but it's might be enough. It might be. It Often might a be. five is going to be good there. Often. often. Yeah. It's hard for either of them to have sixes. And honestly, an ace, too, is often going to be good if we river an ace. Because right now it looks like the two guys have kings... Right, like King Jack suited and King Queen or something like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're going to need some help. Yeah. Okay. All right. But it's fine. 
So now it's on Johnny backs, and he needs to start getting value for his hand. Set of deuces. Well, the board is starting to get slightly wet, and there, as we just said, there are some bad cards which are going to kill any action on the river or and, make him a loser. Right. I mean, Kui specifically could have two diamonds in his hand. Kui can have two diamonds. Veo could, but it's hard. Um, oh, because it's the five of diamonds, isn't it's, it? It's deuce three. Sorry, four of diamonds. Four, king. Yeah. Four diamonds, king of diamonds. So the only five, diamond six combos, of diamonds, which is a straight right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that's a problem then. <laughs> yeah, I was actually going to bring that hand up, yeah. by the way, later. Um, could he have three five of diamonds, Veo, at this time? I don't know if he can have either one of these once there's he a three bet. He might just fold it call. to the open of Josephie. Or he might fold it to the three bet, even though he's closing the action. Yeah. Like, you know what? I'm just going to get out of the way and let these guys fight. Like, I like things. great things can happen if I just fold here. Like, I think he just folds to the open, honestly. Yeah, maybe three bets or folds it, right? Yeah. Because he's in the small blind specifically. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, anyway... That's not what's happening. No. We got set over set here. We got Kui with an ace high whiff. And Johnny Bax decides to bet $21 million into the 53.4 million pot with bottom set. Yeah. Really hoping Veo has a king and can't fold. Right. Because at this point, we know, we, we assume Kui win is done. Right. He checks. We're like, that guy's never going to put another chip in. Yeah. Unless maybe he has queens somehow. Veo folds and Kui win decides to get super stubborn. It's unlikely. It's really unlikely. Yeah. So, like, we're like, but Veo's got to have something. Doesn't he just have, like, Veo's got King Jack, like, suited, doesn't he? Veo sometimes has four or five suited. Okay. That's possible. So we he just said, up- we just said we don't think he has it very often, though, because we think he folds to the open. Yeah, three, five suited and four, five suited feel different. They're slightly different, yeah. but they're pretty similar. They're pretty similar. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe he does have four or five suited there. I'm legit not sure if he can have it there or not. I'm not sure either. Yeah. We're just hoping Veo has King Jack and can't fold yet. Yeah, I mean, that's totally reasonable. If he's got a king, it's going to be a weird spot for him. What do you think Veo does now if he has king jack? Well, I was just thinking that before he asked, and I'm like, I think he probably finds a fold anyway. Yeah, he probably does. Like, Joseph, he bets into two players. It's so much of Veo's stack now to call. Does he really want to play for all his chips right here? When Joseph, what is Josephy supposed to have? Right. Josephy raised pre, called, called the flop bet, is now betting the turn. Josephy's got a good king. Right, and he's not, he's not doing this with, like, two eights. No. He might, he would probably call the flop with two eights, but he's not going to bet the turn once Veo overcalls. I mean, it seems really... Unlo- I'm not sure if he would call the flop with two eights. I know you think he would. I'm I not sure with Veo behind him if he's even going to do that. Um, but I don't know that he would bet the turn. And you know what? If he does, God bless him. Like, so what? So we lose this pot. What are you going to do? We got bluffed by two eights. Like, it's a really tough spot. Like, it's a hard spot when you're out of position with this hand. Luckily, Veo doesn't have that hand. No, Veo's got a much easier hand. He's got two there. threes. Yeah. Well, such a cooler. Such a big spot. Oh, it's really gross. All right. So, what do you want to do as Veo now? Yeah. That's a big question. Okay. Because we have 75 million. Bax is about 21 million into 53 million. The thing is, if we flat, this has got to be what's going through Veo's mind. If I flat here, I mean, I'm so obviously committed to this pot, right? Like, Bax is never going to put in another chip. He's, Bax is never going to take another aggressive action with, like, just a king on the river. If with, I call with a one pair hand, yeah, right. Yeah. If I call twenty one million, he's just never going to do it. And it's really hard for him to have two pair. I guess backs because he opened pre could have three four suited. Okay, but we block that. Yeah, too, so it's hard for him to have it. It's he really could, hard, but it's there's one three left. I mean, there's yeah. one combo of three four suited. I guess you could have deuce four suited too. I mean, I guess I don't know if he's opening that. I don't know if he's calling the three bet with it. Yeah, he's probably not calling the three bet with yeah. it, even though he's in position. Three four suited, he probably would, but we maybe do, we do block it. Yeah, it's not. I don't think it's something we have to. Th- I think it's hard to give him that. So it's really hard for him to have two pair, is my point. Right. Yeah. Really, really hard. Could he have a king X suited hand? No, he's just going to fold that to the three bet, right? Like like king three suited or something. Oh, yeah. Like. I don't think he's going to be calling that preflop. Yeah. So it's hard to come up with hands that, that he can have. That's Here's the problem is Veo. If we move in, what's he supposed to call us with? Right. But if we call, how are we supposed to get more value anyway? It's actually kind of a sick spot, even though it's an amazingly good spot. It kind of sucks. I guess as Veo, we have to be like, you know what? The pot is huge. I'm happy to take it right and now. And it just got a little bit more wet. Like, let's yeah. not give Kui a free shot at a straight. Like, let's... this would be a, such a disaster to lose this pot now that I that I have a hammer lock on the yeah. hand, right? Be such a crazy... There's how much? How many chips are in there again? There's like 75 million in the We have the a pot, pot size now. bet, yeah. Like, it's fine. Like, take it down right now. No problem. It's a, I, I'm the chip leader. Right, right. Like, just by winning this power right now, you don't really expect anyone's going to call unless somehow Josephie, Josephie has a set of deuces or a set of fours. Okay, you're going to get called. Yeah. But besides that, it's really unlikely unless he decides to get super stubborn with a king, which we don't really expect him to. Yeah. Do. So there are issues with moving in here. There are. It, 
you just outlined them quite well. However, there are a lot of scare cards on the river that, as you said earlier, either make Vale lose or make it so he can't get paid. He's more likely to get paid on the turn than the river, most likely. Yeah. I right. think I think as Vale, we just have to be like, it's fine. The pot's big enough, and I don't know how I get more value no matter what I do. Yeah. Let's go. Right. So that's what he does. Yeah. He moves in. Qui insta-folds. Insta-folds. Which he should. As he has to. Yeah. If he had ace-jack of diamonds, it would have been an intro. I guess he has to fold that, too. He probably would have bet the turn with ace-jack All right. So now we're Johnny backs. Here we go. We're not snap-calling because what the hell's going on here? It's good. I mean, Johnny backs takes some time to really think about this. Not a huge amount of time, but he does take some time before he takes his action. Right. And I give him credit for thinking about it, you know? Yeah. So this reminds me of a spot I had in the marathon this year at the World Series of Poker where... This happens in poker sometimes where you have a really good hand and you bet. Usually it's on the river when this happens. This is on the turn. but So I bet the river with top two pair, and I bet big, really trying to get called. You know, I was excited. And then the guy took a while, and I was like, oh, wait, I hope he doesn't raise. Oh, God, he's going to – oh, he raised. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now now what? Because <laughs> you have this great hand, and you're like, oh, he, the guy just called. He's going to call again a lot, and I'm going to get value. It's going to be great. And uh, that's not what happened to me. The guy moved in. Right. And I ended up folding, which turned out to be folding the same hand, which was bad. That was too bad. Uh, that was too bad. But that's kind of what it must feel like for Johnny Bax right now in this spot where he's bets. He's like really hoping for action. And then Vale moves in and he's like, is this really that good of a spot anymore? That's the wrong guy I wanted moving in. I yeah. wanted Quiwin moving in and I was going to call it off for sure. And if he had me, he had me. Right. right. But now what does Vale have yeah. that I can beat? Here we go. This is the this is the heart of this whole hand right now. This yeah. is the big question and the mini debate Grant and I have had, which is there's there's a push and a pull here. The the yeah. push is does Veo ever have a worse hand than mine? The pull is can I fold this hand ever? Right. Well, like, let's start with the first question. Right. Which is does Veo ever have a worse hand? So we think we can eliminate most straight combinations. Maybe once in a while Veo can have a straight, but most straight combinations we can eliminate. He could right? maybe have five six or ace five suited. Maybe maybe, but. That's super likely. He doesn't have all the combos of them for sure. No. Like he doesn't call them all pre-flop to the three bet. I don't know that he's calling them on the flop, even though he's yeah. getting a great price. Like it's still a bunch of his stack, and he could just stay out of it. You know, he might call five six suited with the backdoor flush draw. Yeah, or the ace five suited with the backdoor. Yeah, flush so that's draw six too. combos there. Yeah, he might. He might, but we're not sure about that. It's unclear. Right, it's but unclear. that those hands would have us beat. At least we would have redraws against those hands. Okay, right. We have redraws, and it's it's like whatever. We got really unlucky. What are you going to do? So there's that. Okay. Right. There's also pocket threes. Yes. Okay. We can safely eliminate pocket fours. Yeah. Veo's not overcalling pocket fours. So it's pocket threes are one of these straight combinations. And you would have to play the straight combination where he doesn't three bet at pre. He decides to go call, call, pre, and then call with the gutter on the flop. Yeah. Even though he closes the action in most of those cases, I just don't know that he's going to play those hands like that very often. I don't either. I think it would actually be correct to call with those hands on the flop if you're Veo. Um, it may be correct, but I don't know that it's going to happen. Right. I agree. Uh, okay, next question, as Josephie, does Veo ever show up with king-queen here? This is, the, this is, to me, the real heart of the whole Because Veo never has ace-king after never. the pre-flop action. Never. So king-queen is possible yeah. until he moves in. Then is it still possible? Well, then we need to... And, and are there any possible two-pair combos that we're not able to think of? I don't think there are, but no. I'm just, like, trying, working I can't Im- hard. I can't imagine a two-pair combo. I mean, I guess if there is... Uh, no, it's just hard. We also block... Deuces, so there's only one deuce left. It's really hard to come up with two pair of combos. Okay. So King Queen, that's the question. We okay. earl- we earlier said Vale would fold King Jack in this spot. We did say that, but let's let's walk down the garden path a little bit. Okay. Okay, of King Queen moving in here. All right. So here's how I could justify it. I don't know if this is reasonable, but that's okay. Let's we're walking down the path. You're Gordon Vale. You have a very good hand. You yeah. think to yourself. Cliff would have raised a really. Cliff never has ace king. He, he doesn't. Why doesn't Cliff? Because he didn't four bet. Yeah, Cliff okay. doesn't have ace king. Right. He wouldn't have let me in yeah. with ace king. He would have been happy to go with it against Veo. I'm um, not not Veo against Queen one of all people. Yeah. We know can get super squirrely. Right. Right. You just have to go with that hand there. I yeah. think. Um. So he never has ace king. Um. If we're chopping, I can move him off the chop, which is a big deal. The pot's huge. Yeah. Um. I, okay, here's the thing, which here's the part of the the part of the thought process which I'm struggling to get behind. But I think if we could get behind this, we can justify that maybe Veo has king queen. Here's the part. Okay, my hand's too good to fold. 
If we can get to that, I don't know that we can. If we can get to that, then Veo may think, my hands are good to fold, and I'm only going to have, I have less than a pot size bet left, and the board's getting wet, and I'm just going to go with it. going to have to disagree with the, my hands too good to fold thing. Well, I didn't, you don't have to disagree. No. I didn't say, I didn't make a declaration. No, I know, I know. I'm is... saying, like, if there's a person saying that, oh, okay. I don't like that thought. It's a bad thought. Do you think he would fold king-queen here? I think it's super close, and yeah. I think he's never moving in. I think Seems he's calling crazy. or folding. Seems really weird to move in. And I think folding would be justifiable when it's a three-bet pot and Johnny bets into two people on the turn after getting overcalled. Oh, man. I, I don't know what to do with King-Queen in this spot if I'm Veo. It's a horrible spot, honestly. I really don't know. I mean, it might be a hero fold. Like, it might be a hero fold spot. Oh, I mean, sure. If, you, if you're folding, it's a hero fold for sure. I mean, but... Oh, it sucks that like everyone's watching. Everyone can see the cards. You would have been the chip leader if you just didn't fold and you were ahead. You know what I mean? I think all that stuff, it's hard for that not to play into your thought process at least a little bit, I would think. Um, but even forgetting about that in terms of like what other people would think or how you're going to look, just, ugh, this is like near the top of my range. Not a lot has happened. Like, Bax does not have to have me beat here, does he? That's the question. I mean, is he, is Bax betting King Jack? Is Bax betting King Jack? Is Bax betting two nines? These are the kinds of questions He's we need to know. He's never betting worse than a king. I can't imagine. I mean, you say that, but... Unless if, he's if specifically they, if, trying to bluff Veo right. off a king. If Veo has to fold the king here, then he should be betting two nines, right? Because Veo's the only person you're worried about if you're Bax. I mean, that would be nines. crazy above the rim play. It would be super above the rim. Yeah. And also, high variance in a spot where these, these two guys are not playing high variance. And we're saying Veo is going to fold king-queen. He might not. I just don't think he's moving in. I think he might call. He might call the, the bluff, catch the river kind yeah. of a thing. Um, yeah, you call, Queen folds, and you're like, okay, like let's see what... I still have 50 million, by the way. I can still fold the river if I want as Veo. Like, it's, th- it's not the end of the world. I think we're bending over backwards here to say that Veo could have king-queen and move in here be- because we're trying so hard to think of hands that make sense, and... King Queen doesn't. Like Veo's calling or folding. I I think of the twelve combos of King Queen, the most likely number of hands Veo's moving in with there are zero. <laughs> you could very well be right. Um the thought process that I'm trying to find a way to get to is Veo thinking, I mean, I'm committed to this pot at this point. Like if I call this, it's so much of my stack, stack to pot, blah, blah, blah. I'm just going with it. I don't think that's how Veo would be thinking in this I agree. scenario. I mean, watching Veo play, that is not how he He still plays. has over 40 blinds in front of him. He is the kind of guy who absolutely will call the turn and tank fold the river. Yeah. For sure. And in fact, I think that is what he specifically would do. Yeah. Okay. So let's, and Johnny Bax knows Veo really well. Yes, he does. So when Johnny Bax, when, when Veo moves in, Johnny Bax does not snap call as no. I'm sure he would have against Kui Win. Right. Against most other players. And his thought process is, and Antonio even talks about this in the commentary as they're watching the hand. He's like, there's kind of no other hand that makes sense except for pocket threes, but how can you fold a set here? Right. That's, that's the whole thing. Can Veo ever have a bluff? No. He should be able to have a bluff, but can he? I don't, in this scenario, I don't think so. He should be able to, but does he ever? If he has a bluff, I think it's four or five suited. Right. Yeah, it's turning a pair, one pair into a bluff here because he's like, I don't want to fold. And then he has the additional straight outs if he gets called. Right. Yeah. yeah. I've got lots of outs against, well, against, my, against one he calls. If he just has a king and calls, I've got lots and lots of outs. And if he has more than a king, I've got a few outs. I think if we're winning his backs, it's four or five suited. That's what it feels like. Okay. Um, Bax says something after all the actions are complete, which reveals that he, the hand he was most worried about was indeed pocket threes, which is interesting, too. Um, so, all right. So, let's, so we, we did our first analysis, which is we don't think Veo's ultimately moving in for value with a worse hand, which is tough, man. That sucks, yeah. Um, second question is, can you ever fold this hand in this spot? We're three-handed. In it's the main a, it's event, such a we big have a spot. set of deuces. All right. There are multiple factors to take into account here. Okay. Number one, we would love to get heads up with Kui Win. Yes. But what's the more effective way to do that? Calling or folding, I guess, is the question. <laughs> okay. But maybe the way to look at it is, like, if we call and we're right, yeah, we are immediately heads up with Kui Win and the chip lead, and we have an incredible chance to win this. Yes. That's, that's a big deal. That's, that's a lot of equity. That's a big deal. The money jumps are a big deal where it's a much smaller jump from third to second and second to first. Much smaller. That that goes into the column of call. It's a three times bigger jump second to first than it is second to third. Right. So that's a huge deal So as well. And uh, so we're going to be getting three to one, I think, also. Uh, well, Veo moves in for 75, right? And there's, right. yeah, we're getting better than three to one. Oh, no, 150 in the middle, right? Yeah. Yeah, three to one. Yeah. Okay, so there's three combos of pocket trays. There's... 
Yeah. We can't really come up. Okay. He doesn't have to have very many combos of 5-4 to get us there. They're but. only suited, though. And if he can ever show up with, with King-Queen ever in a million years, we probably have to call. There's only three combos of 4-5 suited also. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, even if, there's, if, if one of them plays the hand like but this. But then there's the there. Ace-5 and 5-6 and suiteds. Yeah. But 4-5 is at least open-ended. Ace-5 and 5-6 are gutters. Yeah, That's I know. a big difference. It is. But So if we give him... Six potential combos of those hands, the ones that have the backdoor flush draw with them. Yeah. We can eliminate some of those, but we got to give them a little bit of that. The ace high one, especially. Yeah. Like the, nut, the nut flush backdoor draw, yeah. ace five suited, maybe. Yeah. Maybe that one. Yeah. Maybe at least one of those. Yeah. I don't know. The price is close, actually. I mean, but here's, here's the bigger question. I mean, I know this goes against who you are as a, as a human being, but like, is this hand just too good to fold, period? Is it just too good to fold? I don't know. It might be too good to fold. I don't know if it is. I mean, we didn't think it was too good to fold when James Opst rivered sevens full. It was a very different situation. Wasn't it was. It? Like, Opst had the bottom of his range when he bets there. He has the worst possible full house, and the guy just moves in when he doesn't have to for a kajillion in a spot, in a pot where the, the hands are very, very much defined on the flop comparatively, right, in the turn. There's been much less definition here. All we have is, as Johnny backs, like, is basically, I know Gordon Veo, and I know he's probably not moving in with King-Queen, and he's probably not bluffing. And that means I'm probably screwed. Uh, it's such a tough spot. I think you can argue for either, either scenario. I think you can argue for a fold or a call. I mean, it's tough because the evidence that we have about Veo makes it feel like, God, we should probably really fold. But it can't be that Veo just never has any bluffs ever at any time. I don't just mean now. I mean, it feels like Veo just played so snug most of the time. I think in this exact scenario, yeah. he has zero bluffs. He may. He may have zero bluffs. Maybe he has one. Maybe he has one bluff. <laughs> Maybe he has king-queen once in a blue moon also. Maybe. I don't know if he does. I give him one eighth of a combo of king-queen. I might give him one full combo of king-queen. But I don't know. That may be way too much. Yeah. Um, it's really, I mean, I feel like this ultimately falls into, does Veo even call King Queen preflop if it's offsuit? I don't know. Probably. Probably, but. Probably because it's Queen Win doing the three betting and you can have a lot of stuff. Yeah. Probably. I think think so. King Queen off out of the small blind three ways can get you in some bad spots though. No question about it. We have to play it really carefully. Yeah. Um, this, by the way, if. If we're going to be playing it really carefully, this does not count. No, <laughs> no, it doesn't. If we ship the turn, um, that would be problematic. <laughs> yeah, uh, I gotta say, I don't disagree with this analysis, which is basically like we're always beat. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I can fold this hand three-handed. I just don't think I have it in me to make this fold three-handed. I got. I totally understand that. It's just I just can't imagine a hand that is is going to be losing to us. Uh, just have at least if he pair, has at least Gordon. if he has a straight, we have outs against that. There's yeah. that. No, we, we absolutely want to have a straight if it's yeah. value and it's not king queen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But just have two pairs sometimes, or this pair and straight draw. Gordon. He has no two pair combos. Just have it though. <laughs> have three four suited one time, Gordon. Johnny backs ultimately calls, and as the cards are turned over, kind of he knew he was beat. You could you can just tell by the way he. He knew he was beat, but he sort of sat there and he thought, well, he had two things that happened. One is he, um, he put the chips in like, I'm probably beat here, but my hand is crazy strong. And he actually turned around and then went and talked to Sean Deeb and said, I didn't think he could really have pocket threes because yesterday he three bet with those from the small blind, hmm. which I don't think is a great No, that's not an awesome all. reason. Like, okay, so maybe he thinks Veo is so bad at poker <laughs> that Veo is always going to play a small pair the same way when sometimes they're, like, five-handed and sometimes they're three-handed. And sometimes Kui Win is in the big blind and sometimes yeah. he isn't. I mean, wow, that's really different. It's a lot different. Also, the depth of stacks are different, but he just thought, like, this is how he plays those hands, which, I, you know, in some ways is, is a good poker skill to have. You see someone do something, often they're going to keep playing those types of hands that way. But three-handed at the main event, it's not a guarantee. I mean, but I can see why you then might remove a little bit more. You might say, like, he's less likely to have pocket threes because I know sometimes he's going to three-bet with them, right? Okay. That's, that's reasonable. Sure. But still, 
I just but can't. The, I just don't know. I mean, I'll give him this. He thought about it. He thought he doesn't have to have pocket threes because sometimes he's not playing all his threes like this is what he decided. Yeah. Now, maybe he is because he might be. Kui went in the big blind, but maybe not. And it's possible he isn't. And that's another reason to call because now you can remove sort of the, the scariest of all hands. The worst sure. possible situation, some at least a combo maybe of that or two combos of that from from the range. If you can actually do that, that's amazing. Right? I think that makes it you, easier to call. If you, in fact, for some reason, remove all three combos of pocket threes from Veo's range, I think immediately his most likely holding becomes ace-five suited. It's a straight, yeah. Um, we're getting three to one. Uh, we could probably call profitably anyway. Now, we could decide if we want to, but we can call profitably there, getting three to one against If straight. we can eliminate the threes. Right, yeah. 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 Which we can't, actually. Of course we can't. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, if Veo ever has a bluff, ever has a worse hand, I don't know that he can have either of those things. I don't disagree with your analysis on that. Then, like, okay, we're sort of back into, like, we're getting an incredible price with a huge hand, three-handed. My God. I think we're not going to solve this one. But, and I'm, I'm going to say I don't know what the right answer is. I can't say for sure. I, I think there's major factors that make me lean both ways. The most major factor that makes me lean towards a call is the meta factor of if I call and win this hand, I am heads up with Queen win for the main event. And I'm the chip leader. Yeah. I'm that a significant chip is leader. incredible. That's an amazing spot. The best reason to fold is realistically Veo never has King Queen. <laughs> Veo's always got me here. Yeah. That is a good reason. Yeah. Like he, and, and if I call and lose, I'm down to like 10 million. I'm down to like eight blinds. Yeah. And if I fold right now, I still have what? 50 blinds? No, 60. Yeah. No, 65 million. It's not 65 65 million, so 50 50 blinds, blinds, yeah. 53 blinds. It's like a huge amount of blinds to still have. But my God, we have such a good hand. Yeah. It's like so hard to flop a set and fold when the board isn't demanding that you fold. You know what I mean? Sometimes the board demands it. In a way, this board demands a fold based on the dryness and the opponent. No, I understand that. But I'm saying it isn't like there's, you know, the third flush card came in and now Veo just moved in. And it's like, wow, he just like kind of always has it, right? Yeah. Or... A particular straight card came in, or four to a straight came in. Actually, the river is indeed the six of diamonds, which brings in flush and straights. Yeah. And so if Veo does not move in here, it's, I think it's going to go check-check. I think it might. Yeah. I mean, it's going to—or, like, Veo's not going to win any more chips. Right. Like, the pot is the pot. Joseph, he's never going to put another chip in when the six of diamonds comes. So, like— Oh, boy, if Josephy could have just found a check on the turn, I'm not saying he's supposed to. He's not. No, I think betting is correct. I like betting. But if he somehow finds a check on the turn, he's actually going to survive this. Yeah. Because it's going to check through the river. Vale might bet the river. Okay, but, but w- then Josephy can yeah. call or fold. Yeah. Either one's fine. Yep. But he's not going to go broke here or go almost broke I mean, here. it's a sickening spot. It's it is just as bad. tough as it gets. And, you know, sometimes you flop bottom set and you're like, there's a, there's the action suggests you're behind. And you go with it, and sometimes you are indeed behind, but sometimes you're really not, and someone just overplays their yeah. hand. I know this is different than like your normal. Veo's not the overplayer of hands; he is the underplayer of hands. Yes, I know, I know. Um, we might be able to think back as Josephy is one. Here's one other thing: when Veo flopped a set of eights against the guy who finished fourth or fifth. Oh, the Red Zivenauer or something. Yeah, that guy who Ruzicka, was so good. Rizicka, Rizicka, Rizicka. He was probably the best player. He was good. Yeah. Uh, so Rizitska had ace-king and just three-bet and then fired... Barrel, barrel, barrel. Barrel, 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 all in on the river, and Veo went call, call, call. Yeah. Veo did not... Now, Veo was in position, I think, which he makes was. it easier. But Veo did not raise the turn, right? Veo actually slow-played it, it was all also the way home. heads-up. I'm not saying it's exactly the same, yeah. but like, you're not really worried about Kui-win anymore. You're effectively heads-up yeah. when Kui-win checks. Right. right. So we're just out of position as Veo. The board's a little different, too. Yes. For sure. Also, Veo knows Johnny Bax and knows Bax is unlikely to fire the river as a bluff when Veo calls the turn. Unlike Ruzichka, who's like, come on, man. Veo can only call with the set here. I know yeah. this guy. He's going to fold top pair on the river. you know. And uh, that would have been true, I think. He just yes. had a set of eights, so he didn't fold. So like, if you're Bax, you might also incorrectly sort of think about that hand and think like, I mean, Veo slow played a set to the river last time. Maybe, maybe he doesn't have a set here because of that, too. I mean, in maybe? the end... You just have to come up with a couple of reasons to call, and, and then you're calling because yeah. you have a set. And you're getting three to one. Yeah. And it's for kind of all the chips in the world. It's like for all the money and all the chips in the world, right? Yep. And, if you're, and, and I don't think this played into Josephie's thought process, but if you're the guy who folds bottom set incorrectly in that spot, it's like going to stay with you for a really long time. 
Yeah. It's going to be hard to like, like, this is like the kind of thing you'll be talking to people about for the next like 10, 15 years. Kind of like how Gordon Vale played the heads up match. I mean, really, like yeah. we still make jokes about it and so does everybody else. It's yeah. only been a year, but like he had no hand that would be as memorable or as devastating as if Josephy incorrectly folded a set of deuces here. That's true. That's a meta factor. I don't know that Josephy's thinking about that. He shouldn't be thinking about that. No. He should only be thinking about what's the best play right now in this spot. But. I mean, that may play into it a little bit. Like, there are times, you know, where it's like, this is a reasonable spot to go broken if I'm going broke. Like, this is fair. And, like, yeah. sometimes I have it. Sometimes I, sometimes I win. Sometimes I lose. But this is a totally reasonable way to go broke. If, I, if I'm supposed to go broke here, so be it. And that's not crazy. It's not crazy, but... It's not optimal. <laughs> it's also... I, I'm back and forth on this thing yeah. over and over because it's so hard to fold a set. You get to be heads up with Kui if you're right. Oh. But Veo just always has it, right? I mean, Vale just always it's every possi- single. It's possible we time. have some. He uh, has it all the time. Confirmation bias here too, where like we've seen this hand, so yeah. we say he always has it. And but Josephy thought that too, right? Josephy yeah. was most afraid of trades. It isn't like he snap called. He took right. like a good minute with a hand this strong that says something. Yeah, right. Um, the dryness of the board is scary. I mean, if there could just be like a ten or a nine, maybe not a nine, a ten or a jack or a queen up there. I think you call instantly, right? Because Vail can, can have top have, two. Vail can have top two very comfortably. Yeah. Um, but Or maybe even like all the draws. Right. Like, you know, he's got the queen ten of diamonds. And right. He like, on the jack of diamonds turn, he's like, well, I've got everything. Well, here. he never has queen ten of diamonds, but no big deal. Because of the flop. Okay, fair enough. You're yeah. Right. He never has king. Wrong. That's a bad example. You're completely right. He can't have that. In fact, he can't have all the draws. No. Basically, unless he has those weird suited connect yeah. with things that we don't think he can have. But yeah, but we've got this. Maybe maybe confirmation bias is the wrong word. Maybe it's survivorship bias. Like, this is the hand that survived that we got to watch and yeah. like, talk about and think about while we watched them play a lot more hands. Like, there's not a lot of spots where you're going to see someone in these, you know, have opportunities to make these big plays right. and decide to do it. So. It's possible Veo does have bluffs here. It's, it's possible. possible he doesn't always have it here, but it feels like he does. And Josephy seems to think he always does, too. Yeah, but it's a crappy spot. Uh, I think I just call, and I think I probably call quicker than Josephy, and I'm like, yeah, nice hand. Like I'm like, yeah, I thought that was really possible. I don't know what I do. I still don't know. I probably end up calling. It's too good of a hand. It's too good a hand. And I'd also, I mean, the whole, you know, I get to play Kui win with the chip lead for the title. Kind of hard to walk away from that. It's hard to walk away. And I'm getting three to one. Like, if he has a straight, it's okay. It's not great, but it's okay. Yeah, I don't know. I've made some pretty exploitative folds in my life. Maybe I could get away. I'm not sure. That's That would be... I have folded sets for sure in my life. Uh, correctly and, you know, probably incorrectly too. But uh, I don't think this is a spot where I could fold. I don't feel like this is a spot. It's I not could a spot do. I ever hope to be in. I would need to be a lot deeper to find a fold here. I yeah. think that's that's a big part of it. Like, the pot is just so huge. You know, although we started off by saying they're really deep, eh. It isn't like they have 300 blinds each, you know? Like, the effective stack is 75 blinds. Like, set over set, you're supposed to lose a lot more than 75 blinds in set over set most of the time, right? I mean, In a dry board. Yeah. 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 In a non-scary spot. Like, you're just supposed to go with your hand. If you've got 150 blinds or 200 blinds, you're usually going to end up going broke or close to it, right? Yep. I mean, you you're sort of have talked before about flopping a set in World Series events in, like, level one. Raising, getting re-raised, and calling down and losing like something like sixty-five percent of your stack. Right? Yeah, on like hand number eight or right. whatever it is. But like you don't go broke there, but most people do. Yeah, I think most people just go broke right away. And even so, you lost a huge amount of your stack. Right, because right? there's just what are you going to do? The guy doesn't. You don't know enough about this person. Even if you do, do you really ever fold a set? It's so hard to. It's fold really a hard set. to fold a set. Can't blame can't blame Johnny Bax here. That's for sure. Yeah, crappy spot and. uh Unfortunately, led to the most excruciating heads-up match I've ever seen in my life. Oh, the worst. Which we watched all of because we were live-tweeting it. It, it was, was fun for a little while when Veo had chips and Kui Win kept putting him in all these decisions. And it was very exciting. Yeah. And then it just became this, like, slow drip, drip, drip death. Yep. Yeah. So, deuce on the river next time, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Yeah. All right. I guess we, we beat that one to death. Yeah, we did. All right.